Welcome back to It's Technically Romance, where we take a look at Hallmark movies from our different perspectives, mine being the hopeless romantic. And mine being the sometimes cynical cinephile. I'm Stephanie. And I'm Hamilton. And today we are talking about the second movie in the Fall Into Love series, Romance in Style. The second movie uh, and the second one to have nothing to do with fall. This one could have taken place in spring, summer, winter, uh, no fall in here whatsoever. Very sad. Yep. I mean, um, and what's crazy is that the commercials for the, the uh, Hallmark Fall movies, so much fall. It's an explosion of fall and autumn, and I, I don't get it. It makes me sad. Every time I see that commercial, I just I shout at the screen that they're lying. Yeah, the movies themselves are not fall-themed, but the series that they're in is supposed to be for fall so yeah it doesn't make any sense but again i'm hoping fingers crossed the next wave of the movies in september i'm hoping we'll at least get one fall themed movie here's hoping here's hoping but regardless of how little fall there was in this movie stephanie is this one that you would like to watch again cuddled up on the couch with our cute little puppy or is this one maybe you have in the background while you chase penny around the house or is this one that you, you wouldn't care to see again, with Penny or without? Well, I do want to preface this by oh, saying... No. Oh, here we go. There was a lot of this movie that I did enjoy, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and I thought a lot of it was super cute. Right. But... But... Oh, here we go. I would not watch it again. Wow. Because... Uh, and... This may come as a shock uh, because of technical reasoning. What? Uh, I don't know what happened with the sound in this movie, but most of it seemed like it was like dubbed over. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know if you felt the same way or if I was missing something, but the sound was very echoey. A lot of it seemed dubbed over and you know that I'm just not a fan of that. Um, And it just, it really like took me out of the movie. It kind of like, uh, it seemed like it just, it takes away like the authenticity of it for me. So you really, okay, sorry. So it was hard for me to like fully get into it. Um, But if the sound were better and there wasn't so much dubbing, I maybe I would say would be like a background for me. Okay, sure. No, I mean, the I think with the sound, because, you know, obviously we, we watch these together. Um, and yeah, I, I noticed it as well. And um, when there's poor dubbing or poor sound quality or poor mixing, uh, what it does is it does take you out of the film because you realize you're watching a movie. You realize that, you know, you're not pulled into it. Um, so, I mean, like you, I, I just don't think I would watch this one again. Uh Mainly because of the sound, but also some of the plot things kind of kind of bothered me a little bit. Um, and we can talk about it a little bit. But yeah, sound was was a big, big issue for me. And I mean, maybe maybe our TV somehow broke and we don't know about it, but it was it was pretty noticeable for us. Well, at first I was like, is it our TV? But we watch other movies and other television programs and the sound is always fine. So um, and you could tell when there was is dubbing. So, yeah. 
Um, I don't know if it's where they shot. Like that studio was just, I don't know. It wasn't, you know. And then when they're outside in New York City, I mean, well, wherever, whatever city they were They were in. not in New York okay. City. <laughs> whatever whatever uh, city they were filming in, you're going to have city noises. So a lot of those things are dubbed. And this one, unfortunately, just did not meet the mark. Um, but Which I mean, is a shame because I felt like, you know, they were trying new things, like having them more like in a city and outside and like in a photo studio. Yeah. Like, those were cool things to add to the movie, but it just it didn't fully work out. Well, it was cool. I mean, like you said, they are in the city. So it's not like, you know, they go back home and, you know, give up their jobs in the city. No, they're going to stay in the city. So I, I totally agree. It was great to see a, a city focused film. And, and a film about body positivity. I mean, that's all things that are wonderful. So I really wish, you know, barring the technical issues, that, you know, this, this would have been a better one for us. Yeah, and, and that's why I'm saying that's the main reason why I wouldn't watch it again. But we are definitely going to talk yeah. about the things that we did enjoy. Uh, so I'll give a quick plot summary please, before please do. we jump in. Ella works as a freelance sewer. Oh, sorry. I mean, sewer <laughs> by day. But a talented designer by night, focusing on full-figure designs and pushing a body positivity message. She meets the Prince of Publishing, Derek, set to take over the popular fashion magazine where she works. She teaches him about fashion, and he helps her with her confidence, both finding that they make a great team, both professionally and romantically. Ooh, nice. Sewer sewer, huh? Sewer sewer. Yeah. So we like to watch things with captions. We're big fans of captions. And we are because we're old. <laughs> our, our hearing's going already. Um, no, I think we watch a lot of British television and we just got used to watching, having captions on. And so every time they would say the word sewer, I would read it as sewer and it was just very distracting. <laughs> so uh, I just thought that was funny, but. I did too. I'm glad you added that in there. A little, little spice, a little spice <laughs> for the podcast. Well, let's go ahead and talk about uh, our two main actors. Um, are these both new to Hallmark? Um, the gentleman lead is not new to Hallmark, but the female lead is. Uh, J.C. Elliott plays Ella. Uh, and I have never seen her before. I did see that she is in the show Grey's Anatomy. Oh. which I stopped watching like, I don't know, 10 seasons ago. I don't know what season they're on. They've been going on for a while. Um, so I have not gotten the chance to see her in that show, but I I liked her as a lead. I really yeah. enjoyed her. I thought she had great, um, well, I thought she had great chemistry with her lead, but I really liked her personality. I thought she was like sweet and charming and uh, yeah, I, I enjoyed her. She had she had a very strong presence, um, mm -hmm. which I thought you know, which I think you know leads need to have. Obviously, um, for me, I, I felt like her character got a little too pushy, a little too bossy, a little too in your face uh, at certain points, and it was a little much. Uh, and even her character says, "Oh, I, I'm being too bossy," or um, you know, at one she, point, her soapbox. She talks about that a lot, and yes, yeah, she does get on it a little too much but i mean for a good reason yeah but i mean overall i thought you know she did a great job um and i'd like to see her in more hallmark movies yeah with better sound with better um sound. and her fellow lead was benjamin hollingsworth uh who plays derek and he has been in a few other hallmark movies 
I have not seen the movies that he's been in. That's why he didn't seem familiar to me. But he is in Virgin River. Which, oh, you love the Virgin River. <laughs> which I do watch uh, mainly because of my mother. She got me into it. Uh, and yeah, I enjoy him in that show. He's a bit of a bad boy. I was about to say, is he a bad guy? Because I could see him as a... I called it. I knew it. Well, I knew th- it. he's not really a bad guy, okay? he People think he is. He's just kind of a bad boy. A bad but boy. He's, you know, I knew he's it. He's got could, a good heart down, 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 down there. Down um, there? A good heart down there? Do you know anatomy? Underneath. Do you know anatomy? <laughs> down under the... The chest cavity. The, oh, oh, wow. Okay. I guess because I didn't finish watching Grey's Anatomy. Okay. <laughs> um, but no, I I really liked these two together. I thought they had really good chemistry. No, they were fun. And they, they were, were super cute. fun together. Yeah. yeah. No, they no problem with the chemistry at all. I thought they were great together. Um, you know, I think the romance kind of blossomed a little little quick for me. It was kind of strange. But, yeah. Uh, other than that, I, I thought they were had great on screen uh, back and forth. Yeah, so that will take us to our meet cute, which we always like to touch on. And I liked this meet cute. I thought it was cute. It was, uh, you know, they're in the coffee shop and he's holding up the line. On his phone. Yeah. Um, Y'all know how I feel about phones. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, usually places have signs that are like, please don't be on your phone. So it was very rude and people were frustrated. I think maybe Ella was a little more vocal than I would have personally been. Um, well, that's her character. She's just in your face. Yeah. Uh, so right off the bat, we we kind of see that dynamic, which you you know they've shown. We're like, oh no, these two aren't going to get along. And but the one thing that I I didn't like is Ella makes some like snide comment about like him being the guy who doesn't like soy milk because they get his order wrong. You know, probably because he was on the phone and he wasn't paying attention and he didn't, you know, tell them maybe what type of milk he wanted. But it was weird that she made the comment that like, oh, the guy that doesn't like soy milk. And I'm like, I don't like soy milk. I don't like, like so. I don't know where that came from. I, it, it, it Something, it felt like an inside joke that we weren't a part of. Yeah, I didn't understand it. I mean, I don't know. I feel like soy is like so. Yeah, come on. It's all about so the oat. Out. It's all about the oat. <laughs> Um, well, do you know that actually the new thing now is like macadamia nut milk? Wow. Uh, for those of you that don't know, I am lactose intolerant, so I'm a big fan of alternative milks, and I didn't know about the, the macadamia nut milk. Yeah, but I don't blame him for not uh, wanting the soy milk. I would have sent it back as well. But overall, you know, I thought the meat cute was, you know, fun. I liked how they, I liked how she was following him, he was following her. You know, I think that was a really neat little, little meat cute. Yeah. A classic, dare I say, meet cute. I I didn't like. I don't know if what you thought about these. They use a lot of like, <laughs> kind of magazine wipes when they're going from scene to scene. Mm-hmm. Um, it's because it was fashion. We're I, in the fashion business. Fashion forward. It was a little. I felt like it was a little overused. A little, little too much for me. I, I appreciate that they're trying something new, um, but it it just uh, it was a little 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 on the nose for me. Yeah, it felt a little dated. Yeah. Like, I could see that in, like, you know, 90s, like, fashion movie or something. A like, nice little callback or something. But yeah. No, but I do appreciate them trying something new. Um, but, yeah, it, was, it fell flat for it me. It was a bit much. Um, but one thing that I did enjoy oh, in this movie. Here it is. Do you know where I'm going with yes, this? Yes, I know where you're going with if this. If any of our longtime listeners know 
Well, if any of our longtime listeners uh, have a, a recollection of a, of a certain <laughs> silver <laughs> fox that likes to uh. make his uh, his moments in these Hallmark movies, every time he shows up, I just yeah. I mean, as soon. As soon as I saw him on the screen, I was like, oh, no, here it comes. I mean, he, he saunters onto the set with a, with a vest. Oh, uh, he a wears a lot of three-piece, like oh, a three-piece suit. Um, He's bringing it. He was bringing it. Uh, and he is none other than Paul Assembray. And I still don't know if I pronounced his name right. <laughs> I feel like we need to get him on the podcast, but I'd be afraid you wouldn't be able to say I anything. don't know if <laughs> you I could. You wouldn't be able to interview him. <laughs> I don't know if I could handle myself. Uh, you know, I love a, a silver fox. He usually plays the dads, and he does play a dad in this one. And I was, I don't know if, I, I feel like they were trying to like make him seem like the bad guy, maybe. Yeah. Um, but he really wasn't, thankfully. No, I mean, the, the, there are two bad, bad people, we'll say. Yeah, villains. Uh, villainesses. Uh, and they're bad. Yeah. I mean, these people are, are really bad. And there gets to a point where you think one of them's kind of has a change of heart and is connecting with Ella. No, no, no. And the thing that, and I don't know, I, maybe you guys can correct me if I'm wrong about this, but I love it when a villain gets their comeuppance in these movies, you know? And they don't at all. And I, I feel love like how quick you said that. Comeuppance? I'm sorry. I, I have comeuppance. Uh, and I feel like they don't get it at all. And it just, it always rubs me the wrong way. It reminds me of the uh, the Hawaii one where the guy likes, you know, they have to pay the guy for the ring and he gets away with it. Like there needs to be some justice in these Hallmark movies. For the, the yeah. I, I felt like it was a little over the top that they seemed very, I mean, they did keep mentioning like Cinderella references. So I'm assuming that's where they were going. It was like the evil, oh. like, you know, Oh my gosh. I mean, it wasn't her stepmother or stepsister, but they, oh, man. it was sort of that vibe I was getting. Like, that's, that's why they were so, yeah, that totally makes. Thank you. I, I that totally went over my head. What great catch! That makes so much more sense now. Why they were so over the top? Why they were so ridiculous? Because it was like the evil stepmother and evil stepsisters. Except we just have one sister here. That that is awesome. Yeah, they literally call Derek the prince. Like of yeah, there's so many. Re so. Wow, I am I am getting slow <laughs> in my old age. I didn't pick up on any of that. Wow. Way to be. I'm glad you're on this podcast with me because this would be an <laughs> awful episode if I just missed that. And we'd have so many people calling in being like, no, no, no. Well, I'm glad I'm on it as well. Uh, <laughs> because if you're just talking technical, I mean, I really don't know if anyone <laughs> would be listening. JK. But one thing I did love, which uh, I think Cinderella maybe didn't have as much of this as Ella does, but she's very confident in, yeah. in her talent, in her craft. Um, she kind of wavers here and there, which is very human. And so mm -hmm. I like that they kind of added that in there. But uh, I love the line where they say, oh, they, they can't tell if she's the boss or the assistant. And it's yeah. because she's like, she owns the room that she's in and she's always like, speaking speaking her mind and like putting her two cents in and yeah i just really love that about her character yeah i mean like i said I, I think it gets a little bit too much at times um but i i do like that aspect of it. it it's something we don't see a lot of uh in these movies and so seeing a character just sort of own everything and just really take charge 
right from the start was was refreshing. Um, I, I will say, you know, we have, you know, she's following her dreams. You know how I like these characters to maybe not reach their dreams and kind of fall flat. I mean, right from the start, you know she's going to make it. I mean, she's good at what she does. There was no doubt. There was no doubt. Her friend, however... So you wanted her also in this particular movie. I know it wavers with different characters, but did you want Ella to fail no, at no, no, her no. Because fashion she, dream? Because she puts in the time, she puts in the effort, she believes in herself. I knew she was going to make it. Her friend, however... I kind of wanted her to write this awful article and just sort of <laughs> fail at this. Because, I mean, she, at least Ella's like in the business, you know, she's like sewing and like still doing her thing. Her friend's not really doing much of anything. Her friend is like working the room, the closet, you know, and, and being an assistant. Hey, kind of thing. now, that and, job is still important. Uh, I know, but not if you want to be a writer, like for this magazine. So to me, it's like her friend probably was not good at what she did. And I was kind of hoping for her to fall flat, but she doesn't. Yeah, we didn't get to read the article, so That's true. We don't, maybe, we're not really. Maybe she did. We're not sure uh, what kind of writing she did. I'm sure it was wonderful, but I liked her friend, and I thought, you know, to me, no, it wasn't like a path to writing what she was doing, but she was still in the industry that she wanted to write in. That's true. So it was like she was still getting experience in that field. I'm going to say this to, like I always say it when we deal with writers in these movies. You don't need to work in the field to write about it. You really don't. If you want to be a writer, you just you just start writing. It, it's just do it. You know that's all you have to do. And so you don't need to to work in the fashion industry if you want to be a fashion writer. In my opinion. You hear that, folks? Just um, follow your dreams. Follow your dreams. Or don't. Or don't. Because <laughs> sometimes Hamilton wants you to fail. <laughs> but something that did not fail for me in this movie and speaking of fashion yeah was Ella's originals like the fashion in this movie I thought was good at least what Ella was doing some of the stuff they were like putting in the magazine like the stuff that the models were wearing I was kind of like "Eh." but um I really enjoyed the outfits that Ella wore um Ella wore some great outfits I mean really really striking colors great shapes I mean I, I loved it yeah, my favorite of hers was when she wears that bright pink jacket mm-hmm. with like the orange top and green bottoms. I don't know if that was like a jumpsuit that was just like orange top, green bottoms, or if it was just like a separate top or bottom. I couldn't tell. But uh, it, I, I loved those colors together, and I thought it was like that was my favorite uh, there was outfit. One, there was one she was wearing. I thought there was like a jean kind of thing. Well, she had like some really cool jeans on at one point. She did. She wore a lot of like flare, so yeah, it was like high waisted yeah. flare. I which love she, that look. She like mixed it up. She had the it was the like top. the top yes. that was like tucked in at mm-hmm. first, but then she wore it again later as like a dress. Yeah, that was awesome. I love I love that. And so, uh, props to the the costume designer for this because you I really believe she was a fashion designer. Like, from what she wore. Yes. Uh, shout out to Kita Alfred, who did the costume design for this movie. And, and yes, she did a fantastic job. So I'm glad that a movie about fashion actually had looks that I yes. liked. And also, I mean, from a technical standpoint, you know, we, we both worked at, at Belk. Um, and so I, I know about, you know, a little bit about fashion and how clothes are made. And not, like, in the big city or anything, but... Some of the process that goes that's involved with making clothes and making looks and 
Um, they, they had a lot of things right in this film in terms of, you know, the closet and dressing models and photo shoots. And even the photographer was using, um, you know, a medium format digital camera. So he was using a really nice camera to shoot the models. Um, and so a lot of things correct. And I very much appreciate that attention to detail. You mentioned about her friend, you know, like her job was like, what did she do? But I mean, I didn't do exactly what she did, but I think she was kind of like, a stylist or she you know would get the looks together which is what I did for a period of time I had to get the outfits ready I worked at a photography studio for Belk and that is a is an important job because you have to like find the pieces that they need mm -hmm. for the photo shoots um, and make sure that they're the correct ones and it's like a whole thing and so Yes. No, I wasn't working there to become a writer. So I see how that could be a little weird. But I mean, just that sentence right there is just so ridiculous when you say it. I love but, it. But uh, I, I enjoyed that, that aspect about the movie, too, that they sort of like showcase the different workings of, of the whole uh, process. Yeah. Yeah. The only thing uh, I didn't like was how Ella put pins in her mouth. And one of the things that like the first thing I learned, you know, watching because I was I did a lot of photography for some of the, uh, what are they called? For some of the clothing designers. And one of the things was you never put pins in your mouth. It was such, they like, like brought it into their heads day one. Never, ever, ever put pins in your mouth. That was a big no, no. Ella's um, a badass. She doesn't. She care. does. She, she, doesn't, <laughs> she just does it. Puts those pins in her mouth. Um, there's some cool, there's some great lines in this film too. Uh, you know, we talk about the, the chemistry together. I love one of the lines at the very, uh, very beginning was when they're done with their first day, Ella asks, what's his name? Derek. Ella asks Derek, how's your first day at school? Such a cute little line there. I think in that same sort of conversation, she asks him, how do you know that I love fashion? And Derek says, because you hate the fact that I don't. And I, I love that line. I thought that was a beautiful line. Yeah, and speaking of her and Derek, uh, so there was a little romance in this movie that... Uh, I would hope so, <laughs> as it is a romantic comedy. Um, and most of it I bought and, and, I, and I liked. Um, there's a scene where she's like showing him some of the fabric... And she's showing him this like silk, oh, yeah. um, <laughs> like deep blue fabric, and uh, and she's like saying like, oh, silk has a very soft and sensual, sensual. hand. Sensual. She doesn't say sexual. That's it, sensual. Oh, <laughs> she said sexual. I was like, that would be weird <laughs> if silk was sexual. But um, and then he's like, yeah, I see what you mean. And then. His he touches her hand. It overlaps groping when her when hand. they're touching the silk. And I was like, okay, I didn't know I was gonna get this like sensual and steamy with silk this soon in the movie. Did you did you like that? I did. I thought it, it felt it felt a little a little forced to me. That that one felt a little. Well, I felt it. <laughs> okay, all right. I felt the sparks coming okay. off of that silk. So I enjoyed that scene. Um, what I thought seemed forced is if you want to talk about something being forced is when he is like, I want to take you somewhere. And he takes her to watch him. Coach, oh, man. Watch him coach little kids. I hated that. Scene. For, for basketball. What kind of date is that? And then when she comes to try and help, she's like, he's like, oh, this is more of like you watch date. And I was like, what? What are you talking about, man? Like, oh, I it seemed that. a little 
too much like he was like trying really hard for her to like oh i want you to see this side of me like it didn't feel natural that you would like if she so happened to come upon him and he was like doing that like i would have liked that better if she would have been like walking down the street and looked looked in a window and been like is that Derek? Is he teaching little kids? Like, yeah. but to be like, come look at the good that I do. <laughs> yeah. I teach look from kids. the sidelines. Look from the side. Yeah, and then he doesn't even like want her to like oh, join in. Like, man. I just want you to watch me be that. this yeah. like cool guy that's really sweet with children. Yep. Um, yep. that felt a little icky to me. Icky um, is a great word for it. Yeah. Cringe, I believe that the kids Cr- call it today. <laughs> it definitely was cringe, um, because. I don't know. Derek, I, I liked them together, but he kind of rubbed me the wrong way a few, like here and there. And that was definitely one of the times, but he just came across. So like there's a part where, you know, the evil girl that works at the company is like trying to throw her off and that, you know, the boss doesn't want her talking into Derek's ear um, because apparently they don't want full figured models no, and no, clothing not like in the fashion so, industry not it in the was fashion so industry. weird this movie felt like it should have been made like 10 years ago like yeah. i don't know like the fact that they were that against body positivity and like growing and like having full figured sizes and, and clothing in their fashion magazine felt really unbelievable to me i, I mean, don't know about you I, that's that's a great point i don't i mean i don't know much you know I, you know, from what we've talked about before, I don't really know too much about the fashion industry today as it stands. But, you know, I see full figured. I see um, all sorts of different types of models and ads all over the place. Um, at one point, you know, the the evil stepmother does say, uh, you know, we want to give people something to aspire to. We don't want everyone in our magazine. And so you can kind of see behind the curtain about what she wants the magazine to be. Um, but still it is weird in this day and age. So yeah, you're right. It does feel like it was made in like the early two thousands or something when this trend was starting to gain traction. Yeah. It just seemed odd to me that they would have been like, so against that. It seemed like that would have happened like a long time ago, yeah. but maybe they should have just had a title card come up being like 2003, you know, <laughs> yeah. like give me yeah, that. They make movies that are not in the present day. Yeah. Um, but that's a great call. Yeah. But yeah. So the, the assistant is, you know, saying, I don't even know really what her job was. Was she the assistant to like the head lady? She, yes. No, but she was, she did more than that because she, I think she put together the looks. So her friend got the clothes for her, but she's not the one. The friend didn't put the looks together. So she, I'll call her assistant. Anyways, she makes a comment to Ella that, you know, Derek doesn't, he's just using her. And, I could totally see that. Like sometimes it felt like that in the movie. Like it didn't fully feel genuine to me sometimes. Like it did feel like he was just like, oh, I'm going to use this to like, you know, change up the magazine and like put my name out there and get good. Like I could, I totally would have bought that. So (laughs) I, I definitely could have seen that, but there were enough like little other little moments that I liked them together, so I didn't fully like cross over to thinking he was a bad guy. Well, I mean, you're talking about the conflict. I, uh, keep that thought in mind, dear listeners, because I want to I want to talk about this later on because this is one of the biggest discrepancies I have in this film. Because mm. we have these beautiful moments with them together. Um, he's playing the piano, uh, and she puts her head on his shoulder, and what a what a lovely scene, a beautifully shot scene. I loved all that. Uh, again, when he goes up to the piano. 
I wanted him to be bad at it. Like <laughs> it just this part of me, I wanted him to just be awful at it. And just, I mean, how funny would that scene have been if he like sits down, it's like romantic lighting there and he just starts playing and it just falls to pieces. Well, what I imagine is that, so we only see a little bit of it. He yeah. probably only knows that one that like one little song. line, like that he practiced like a bunch. Song. That's his go-to yeah, that's when his girls come over. Yeah, I get it. He just plays that little bit and then hopes like, oh, that's enough. Yeah. <laughs> that's you don't want more that's you know let's yeah. uh let's finish the do night do you have any requests uh, <laughs> i hope not because this is what you get this is what i know um so that's what what i imagined that like that's the kind of guy derek is but i did i did really like so yes yeah, she does get a little preachy about you know the bo- body positivity mm-hmm. um but it is a great message and i do like that they you know put it in here and that you know uh, Hallmark is like stepping up, you know, they're sometimes a little late to things, but, uh, no. you know, at least they're, they're doing it. That was great. I mean, I, I love that they, they did this. Um, you know, Ella is talking about how her mom would take her to get clothes and how they couldn't find clothes that fit her growing up. And, um, you know, I'm, I'm a very short man, you know, I'm, I'm comfortable with saying that. And, uh, I can't find pants that fit me anywhere. It's awful. Like pants are always super long and it is one of the most frustrating things for me. And so, you know, it's like a different thing. I always had to wear long pants, pants that were too big for me. And so I actually learned how to hem my pants because of that. I'm a professional hemmer for my, my pants. Well, there you go. Um, yeah, fashion is like a a weird thing. Um, it can be, you know, fun for some people and, uh, you know, I love that there's a, there's this line that they say in the movie, like, do women dress for themselves or for others? Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I feel like maybe when I was younger, I like dressed for others. Like, you know, you want to, but now, now I'm just like, I don't care. I dress for myself <laughs> and it's going to be comfy and that's all that matters. But I do wish, like, I've always been jealous of people that are very confident in their style and their fashion. Um, yeah. I've just never been, I would not call myself like a fashionable person. I like fashion and I like it on other people, but I'm not very good at like dressing myself, <laughs> if that makes sense. You mentioned, you know, that you almost could see Derek using her. It almost felt like she was using Derek. You know what I mean? Like she was getting a lot out of this, you know, relationship that they had. She got her best friend a writing gig. She has an article in the magazine. Like to me, it almost seemed like she was using him. So if it came to the end and she was like, Hey, I just did this for the magazine piece. Like I'd been like, Oh, okay. That makes total sense. Hmm. Because she was very like, she almost like removed herself from it. She's like, no, I'm keeping my eye on the prize. And she gets everything she wants at the end. You know? So they were just using each other. Yeah. Yeah. I, <laughs> to, I guess so. To get I guess ahead. So. Um, well, they fell in love in the process, yes, so <laughs> there you go. But there, another little cute scene I do have to say um, was they're like walking on the street, and a cyclist like zooms by, is coming in hot, and he like grabs her to oh, him. Gosh. <laughs> I thought that was really cute. I know it was cheesy; it was yes, very like typical rom com thing. But I I like that. I thought it was super cute. All right, um, all right. And then she's like, you could feel kind of like the nervousness there. <laughs> uh, so that made me smile. I thought it was a cute, like sort of like classic rom-com moment. Like I said, the only romance that I liked was the piano playing with the head on the shoulder, because we don't, we don't see that often the head on the shoulder, the, you know, we're always waiting for that kiss. You know, we always want that kiss. And so just seeing 
the tender moment of the head on the shoulder, a little bit different, a little bit more intimate. I, I really connected with that. Um, it was it was beautifully shot. Too. Well, speaking of kiss, oh. we do get a before and kiss, and I like that there were a lot of like so like they're walking on the street at night. Like we don't see a lot of that in a Hallmark mm-hmm. movie. Um, it's hard to light. Yeah, and so I really liked that scene where they do kiss on the street. It seemed very real to me, um, and even like the fact that she's like, oh, like. It's kind of happening a little fast and like she's like maybe we should take a step back and like see what's happening like I thought that seemed real and again I feel like she's like keeping herself guarded like is he using me like is he like that's the sort of like dynamic but it's funny that I think he was using her and you think she was using him and yeah. you know from our different perspectives mm-hmm. but speaking of lighting you have not talked about it at all yet so I'm very well there's a lot to talk about this movie I mean I was trying to think about what to say about the lighting because uh, I didn't. I didn't love it. I, I liked it all right. I think a lot of it was 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 fine. Um, I, I don't. It's it's hard to say. I I just feel like some of the scenes were a little bit overlit. Um, they were just lighting for the. It felt a little rushed at point points. I guess some some of the areas. So it's very hard. I'd have to go through and specifically point out certain things where I felt certain scenes were rushed in terms of lighting. Um, overall, if if I was going to grade it, I'd give it about a C. You know, out of ABC. Oh, are we lighting, lighting grading now? I'm just, I mean, I'm just trying to express what I'm thinking about it. I did like the dinner table scene at night with the twinkly lights above them. Um, if you go back and look at that scene, it's a little too hot uh, on their faces. And that was my only kind of complaint about that scene in particular. Mm. Because if you look at the characters behind them, they were much more in shadow than they were at the talking. So you can be like, oh, man, it didn't, didn't really fit the scene. Well, I wasn't paying attention to the lighting in that scene, but I thought that was a really cute. It was scene. it was a cute scene, and it was. I mean, that's the thing. The lighting was just okay for me, and it, it's really hard for me to put my finger on, on why without really breaking it down. Um, but yeah, like I said, I give it about a C. I didn't hate it, but I didn't love it. Well, I'd give that conversation an A because <laughs> that was no, that was so awkward. It's like, are we fighting or flirting? Like, no. Come I on. thought it was cute. I liked the back and forth, and I liked that they were like playing. Um, uh, you know, I liked the part where he's like talking about like, oh, like I've been to Spain, like, cause I've met guys like this where they're like, you know, sort of like coming off a little arrogant and like, oh, my time in Spain. And then he like, kind of like realizes, realizes like catches himself. He's like, oh God, because he's like, oh, have you been to Spain? Like, duh, everyone's been to Spain. Like, why wouldn't you have been to Spain? Um, and then catches himself. So I thought that seemed very like genuine to me. I guess. And I, guess. I loved uh, where they're talking about like she's saying like she's impressed and he's like, oh, well, is it the is it the Bordeaux or is it, you know, me? And she's like, I'm going to go with the wine, but the company is hard to resist. too. See, so I was like, I thought that was cute. When you say it, I like it better. It, <laughs> no, honestly, I, I just feel like it almost it just felt forced coming from them. And maybe it was because of the dubbing. Mm. And I bet you that's what it was because it, it felt like they weren't playing off of each other. It felt like they were going through their lines instead of playing off each other. But like when you said those lines, I was like, yes, that's super cute. I think it was. I think it was because of the dubbing. They weren't really facing each other. And so it didn't it didn't sit in that scene as well as it should have. So wait, are you saying that I should be in a Hallmark movie? I think you should. Let's make this happen. <laughs> let's make this happen. Um, let's go to the, the conflict again. You'd mentioned it earlier. Mm-hmm. We have the evil stepsister talking to her and being like, you know, he's just using you. And so right away, guys, um, you, you know, you know, I hate this, this silly conflict and I hate silly conflict even more when it's 
it ruins a party. Like that to me, it kills me inside. Like we're that's building. That's the that's the pinnacle. If it, it ruins is. a party, no, it ruins like a moment. It ruins a special moment. It ruins a party. It just it drives me absolutely bananas. And and if, and we have it. And she's so smart. And this is what doesn't make sense to me. She is such a smart character. Ella is such a smart character. Um, she has a few faltering moments, but not really. Like she's strong throughout this whole film. She knows not to trust this woman. She knows not to trust her. She comes and talks to her about it. She knows better than that. Uh, and so to see her fall so fast just didn't make any sense to me. She's the type of person that would go up to Derek right away and be like, hey, you know, I've heard this. Is this really happening? Like it just it didn't make sense to me. They had it just to have conflict and it it killed me inside. Like you can feel hear the pain in my voice, dear listeners. Hear it. That's that's me right now. <laughs> dear listeners. Uh, yeah, I think, you know, she has been pretty confident throughout, but pretty, she's, no, she's extremely, no, confident. she is within like herself, but I think when it comes to her, like actually taking the step and like doing it, like, I think her sort of like staying as like a, a sewer, um, I was trying to say sewer, uh, <laughs> it sort of like keeps her back from actually like doing her dreams, like, you know, going full force, like full in with her dreams. This so, wasn't about her dreams. This was about a man liking her for who she is. Right. But it also included her getting her dreams, which I think, you know, she it she gets in her head. So the girl gets in her head. But yeah, okay. I do think it maybe was just a little quick. I and I agree with you that I think she would have gone talk yeah, to Yeah. So if you want to have that silly conflict, have it, but have her pull Derek aside right away yeah. and be like, hey, you know, I see you talking to this model. I just had evil stepsister come talk to me. Like, let, let's hash this out. Like, and yeah, I'm sorry. I just, I'm out of breath now. I'm just sad. You can but you're the right. The, I mean, the fact that, yeah, it was a party, but also was a big moment yeah. for her, for everyone, for the whole company that she works at. And like, I just thought it was very sort of selfish of her to just yes. remove herself just from get, get the out. situation. Yeah. I mean, I guess she didn't know that he was going to call her up, but... But th this whole party is for the brand, and, you know, you were invited to this, and yes, the, yeah, know, the whole thing Yeah, which she was a part of, yeah. yeah. Um, so that was kind of crazy. Also, I loved, like, all of her looks, but then that final dress at the end, I didn't hate it, but I thought it was too much for the event. Like, everyone else seemed like they were just sort of, Business like... Business casual. In, like, a party dress or whatever, yeah. and that seemed more of, like, a... Prom. <laughs> prom or like ball gown like i don't know it seemed a little much for the event but i mean i guess she was just you know yeah you're right the dress, i loved all of her looks but that dress did not did not work for me at the end I, I don't know what it was um but yeah something something felt a little off like it just it didn't feel ella it didn't feel ella to me yeah um they also did this thing which was i've never seen before uh in a movie where this was before she leaves obviously um they go to dance. He asks her to dance and it's like, you know, pretty like upbeat song. And then all of a sudden when they start dancing, it immediately changes to like a slow song. She's so being, they have to dance she's slow. She's being sarcastic. It's hard to tell with her sometimes, <laughs> but yeah, Stephanie's being sarcastic. The classic, uh, quick to slow dance. I mean, I don't know about on. you, but I am so over this trope. Like, and I, I believe me, I love the cheese. I love the, the, you know, <laughs> the sap as much as the next person um, that loves watching Hallmark movies. But 
We need something original when it comes to dancing. Like just have them take a slow dance. Yeah, just, like, just come out there. Like for a slow have dance. it be a slow dance, and them say, "Do you want to dance to a slow dance?" Yeah, like really. Because the thing that gets me about that trope, because it, it is really silly, and this one was in particular very silly, because the the quick song was only on for like a second. Like they literally had their arms up, one movement, and then it's down to slow. Um, yeah, I just, yeah, that was... That was what kills me is I don't know if that has ever happened in real life ever. Like, usually when someone, like, wants to dance, it's like the song starts and you're like, oh, this is my song, let's go dance. Like, and oh, the song right. has just yeah. started. Like, I don't know how many people are like, let's go dance in the middle of a song, and then all of a sudden it turns, I, changes to a, I a think slow it, song. I feel like it, it did happen to me maybe in, like, middle school or high school where you're, like, get back from, you're, like, talking to your friends, you hear your song... You're trying to get people together, and then when you, by the time you get out there to the dance floor, then it switches over to no, a No, but you were song. telling me that this has happened to you. I feel like it has. I honestly, like, I'm, I'm pretty sure it has. But not, not to the extent where it's like a second of song and then in slow dance, but yeah, it's happened where, where, yeah, I think it has to me. And there's that like awkward moment where you're like, oh, oh, I guess no, there's we no, there's no awkward moment. There's no awkward moment. You just start oh. dancing. You wow. start dancing. You're getting a lot of, getting a lot of dance history for me <laughs> hamilton dance history um but i mean you know that's that's my biggest complaint with that one um it's just the the conflict and that kind of ruined it for me a little bit but uh, you know what are you gonna do yeah um you know what made up for it though was all of the candles in Derek's apartment so I don't remember the candles. Oh, my God. Your favorite piano scene. He just has a ton of candles Does he? in his apartment. Man. All I mean, over. How did I miss that? But we did learn this uh, from <laughs> one of our that. DP interviews that that helps with lighting in a, in that sort of situation. Oh, yeah, because so, it is motivated, right? You're using candles to motivate whatever lighting you want to use. So it makes it makes a lot of sense. Yeah. So I don't hate it anymore. I can't, like, poke fun as much because I get why <laughs> it has a point. It. There's yeah. a purpose to it. Um, but obviously everything works out. She ignores his calls as they do for conflict. Why just talk like you're, you talk to him. You're, uh, but they eventually work it out and everything's fine. And we get a, we get a shoot. Yeah. And as get a cheesy as this is going to sound, uh, I think you I cried got, at the end. Didn't I you? got a little emotional. Did you, I, I don't know why. Um, yeah, well, she gets to work with like her favorite designer and that just, and I her felt, favorite model too. Yeah. And her favorite yeah. model. Uh, and you know, she has her own photo shoot for like, you know, with her favorite, like plus size model. And I just, I, I thought it was a very sweet moment. It made me happy. I know you feel differently. Like you want these people to fail, but no, I, no, no, not her. I didn't want Ella to fail. Cause she put in the time she, she, yeah. Yeah. I enjoyed that her dreams were coming true and it was just, I don't know, it was like a sweet moment. Like I felt the joy coming from her, like how happy she was, it was about it. It was a cool moment. The only thing I, I didn't like about it was there was this, this strip of like kind of uh, nude fabric between the dress that her favorite model was wearing. And it, I don't, it didn't, I don't know why it was there. It seemed a little strange to me. Um, yeah. I, I think I even said something out loud. Um, I, I don't, I didn't quite understand it. I love the dress, either. except for that little piece there. It was very sparkly and pretty and loud, and then you just had this like little patch of yeah. like nude skin, like where the cleavage was, that just sort of felt out of place. Very nitpicky of me, yeah. but it, <laughs> no, for, it's such I a agree great with scene, you. But again, just, it stood up. we don't know fashion, so yeah. you know what do we know? But you know what I did realize at the end um, was. 
it all made sense to me. Maybe why the sound was off and there were some some te technical issues okay. there um, because they spent all of their money on Lizzo. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, that no telling how much that cost them. We got a Lizzo song in a Hallmark movie. Should people? we look that up? Like, I feel like we should look that up because that must be crazy expensive. And I'm surprised they didn't have it earlier in the film because usually when they spend a lot of money on, on a song, they'll play it in the beginning, they'll play yeah. it in the end. Sometimes they'll play it in the middle just to get their money's worth. They saved it for the end, and it was, then it, it was all it. Yeah. made sense. It to made me. you cry, so I mean, it was worth <laughs> it. It was worth it. Um, as Lizzo often yeah. does. No, great song and great ending. To the yep. movie, we do get a kiss. The kiss was nice. Yeah. Um, nothing to write home about, but it was nice. I I would say like I gave it kindling. What about, was, there was the a was the mid kiss sparks for you or? Uh oh, I didn't rate that one, did I? I, I that was more sparky that was to more me. Sparks, yeah. yeah, than the end one. Um, but yeah, the kisses were fine. So yeah, all in all, there it was a cute movie. I liked that they were putting this message out there. And I liked the two leads. I just, you know, I never thought technical would ruin mm -hmm. a movie for like me. Sound, it's all about sound. You can get away with, with poor image quality, but you can't get away with poor sound. You, you just can't. Um, but yeah, I mean, same with me. It just, and now that you mentioned the Cinderella thing, I might go back and watch this movie again just to kind of pick up on some of those references um, because it bothered me how over the top it was, but I think they were doing that on purpose now. And so now I have to kind of rethink my my, <laughs> my ranking of it. Uh, but yeah, no, there's a lot of good things in here, but some things that just kind of fell flat. Uh, we do get some more Silver Fox for you. We and, certainly do. And I'm glad Hallmark's trying new things. I mean, body positivity, that's a great message to have out there. Absolutely. Um, so thank you guys so much for listening. As always, we really appreciate it. Please make sure to like uh, and subscribe if you're not, and also rate on Spotify and Apple. The ratings really help us, guys. Um, it helps people find us. <laughs> as you know, we don't have Hallmark in the name, so it's hard for people to kind of find us as a Hallmark podcast. Um, so really, we're kind of like word of mouth kind of podcast, grassroots, I like to say. <laughs> so everything you guys do for us, really appreciate it. And I'll Posters on telephone poles yeah, type, of type of thing. For real, yeah. that's kind of what we do. <laughs> and all, as always, the messages you guys uh, send us, we love talking to you. Thank you for that, too. Yes, thanks so much. We have uh, Dating the Delaney's coming Super up. Super excited. Very Super excited for the Paul Campbell and mm -hmm. Rachel Boston movie. Uh, Paul had talked a little bit about it in our interview with him for our 100th episode. If you haven't listened to that episode, you yeah. should check it out. It's a good one. Um, so we've been looking forward to this one for a minute. So I can't wait to watch it and review it. And we'll, uh, we'll talk to you guys later. Yes, thanks. Thanks.